When I heard the news that Tony Bennett died this week, I immediately thought of Tommy Dreesen, one of Chicago's most beloved hometown celebrities. And I know he worked with Tony Bennett. He was opened for Frank Sinatra for 13 years. He has over 500 appearances on national television as a stand-up comic, 60 on The Tonight Show, one of David Letterman's favorite guests. And uh, he's toured with Liza Minnelli, Sammy Davis, Smokey Robinson, among others. Welcome to the show, Tommy. So good to hear from you. You too, Karen. How have you been? I'm doing well. I know you're out in California, and today is a California day in Chicago, just so you know. I, not only that, the Cubs won. Oh, well, well that's good. That's, <laughs> I, that's always good. I know you, you are a super fan. Um, let's, let's talk about Tony Bennett. Now, you, uh, have you worked with him in the past? Yeah, oh yeah. I, I, in fact, in Chicago at the Park West, I was with Tony there. And then I worked with him in New York, and I worked with him out here in California. And then I, I worked with him at uh, Frank Sinatra every year would have a golf tournament for the Barbara Sinatra Children's Center. Um, for the proceeds, would go to the Barbara Sinatra Children's Center, and Tony and I performed on that show together. I, I, I spent some time with him. I liked him a lot. And Frank adored him. Absolutely adore. So, you know, Tony Bennett, to me, like, he just oozed charm and civility and just kindness and class. I mean, was he that way personally? Yeah. He was an easygoing guy. Uh, at one time, staying at Frank's compound, uh, you know, Frank had this great compound down in Rancho Mirage that uh, when you drove inside the gate, the security gate, you're like in a whole new world. And it had everything, the tennis courts and the swimming pools. But on the outer perimeter were all these bungalows named after Frank songs, New York, New York, Strangers in the Night, Tender Trap, My Way. And so his house guests would all stay there. And Tony was staying there, you know, for the week, and I, and I was as well. So uh, I spent a lot of time with him there. And he was, the first thing he did, when he drove into the compound, he immediately went into his car and got an easel out, and he set up his easel, and he painted the compound. And he gave it to Frank as a gift. He, he a beautiful painting. By he way. he was a fabulous painter. I, I was I, I think it was in Florida and Los Olas and I don't know Fort Lauderdale. And I saw I said, could that really be the Tony Bennett? And his stuff was fabulous. He had pictures of boxers. He had he had landscapes. He had portraits. I mean, he was a fine artist. No question about. It. And speaking of Fort Lauderdale, one of my favorite stories is, is Frank and I were appearing, and this has to do with Tony Bennett. We were appearing at the Sunrise Theater in Fort Lauderdale, but we were going to do a week there. But before that, we did a one-nighter in Sarasota, a one-nighter in Daytona, and a one-nighter in Fort Myer. And on one of the nights coming back from Fort Myer, then when we finished all three of those one-nighters, we did a week at the Sunrise Theater. But one of those nights in, in Fort Myer was just a great audience, and we flew back in Frank's private jet back to Fort Lauderdale, and they rushed us to an Italian restaurant that the guy kept open just for Frank um, in, our, in our group. So when we went in, we sat down, and, and um, they had Tony Bennett was singing in the overhead speaker. And they, Frank had a glass of wine, and they gave us some pasta. And Frank looked at me and said, Tommy, does it get any better than this? A <laughs> glass of wine, a dish of pasta, and my main man is up there singing to us. And oh. after that, whenever I had to introduce Tony Bennett, I would recall that story. And, and I, I would say that just before I introduce him, and I'd say, I want to introduce you to Frank Sinatra's main man. You know, I, I guess I, I, my next question is probably, you know, I know what the answer is. There Was there any professional uh, jealousy between the two of them? I mean, you know, they were both crooners. They were both super popular. Was there any kind of one-upmanship ever that you saw between them? 
Not at all. Not at all. They, Frank totally respected. Well, first of all, just to give you a classic example, that song you played of, of Tony Bennett singing Chicago, you know, that's that, that song. Frank Sinatra made that song famous. But did you notice the different interpretation that Tony had there? Yes. He didn't sing it the way Frank sang it. He sang it the way Tony would sing it. <laughs> right. And that's what Frank respected about him. But how good he was, his finality and his his range. And, and, uh, not, and Tony Bennett always said, Frank is the king. He always adhered to Frank as the top guy. He never, there was no competitive or jealousy at all among them. You know. How would you characterize their, their respective styles? I mean, you know, you were around Sinatra so much, and Sinatra was known for not only his incredible voice, but the phrasing and, and all of those things. How would you characterize their, their differences? The difference between Frank Sinatra and every singer, in my humble opinion, is when you gave Frank Sinatra a song, to him it was a script. What did the writer feel the night the writer took pen in hand? You know, Frank would immerse himself in the lyric and become that lonely guy in the bar whose woman left him, and he's never going to find love again, and you felt that. You felt that. And the joy of a song. Uh, Frank, people forget what a brilliant actor Frank was. He was. was Frank Sinatra won the Academy Award. Uh, One night sitting with Gregory Peck, uh, Kirk Douglas, Clint Eastwood, uh, um, uh, Jack uh, Lemon, uh, all these actors were sitting around and, and and they were talking acting. And I was just sitting back just amazed because these were people I saw in the movies in Harvey when I was a little boy. But they were talking acting. I noticed they were showing such great reverence to Frank. And and I was curious. I said, Frank, did you uh, ever study acting? I want to know who he studied with. And Gregory Peck grabbed my arm. He said, acting lessons would have ruined him. He was a diamond in the rough. You didn't fool it. So, again, that's the way Frank approached the song. Tony had a, a different range, a totally different range. And uh, But no one interpreted lyrics like Frank Sinatra. No one. So you're going to be performing uh, coming up in September, and I want to talk a little bit about that. It looks like um, Uptown Social in Michigan City. You're going to be there September 15th. Tell us about that. What What is the show about? Well, I, I do a one-man show now, a 90-minute show called The Man Who Made Sinatra Laugh. I'm doing it on September 15th, as you say, in Michigan City, Indiana, and then I'm also doing it September 17th uh, at the um, Hughes Center in and um, John and Nancy Hughes Center in Lake Forest, Illinois. Now, is that but the same show that you were doing in Chicago? It was like kind of the one-man show where you talk about the anecdotes about Sinatra and, and your interactions with him and, you know, spurst with uh, some of the jokes? Yeah, I, 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 I um, have changed the show. Each time I do it, I, I update it and change it some. But it's basically just... I do stand-up comedy. It's a 90-minute show. I do stand-up comedy. I walk out. Dennis Farina, God rest his soul, introduces me to the audience on film. And then I walk out and I do stand-up comedy, which which I do for about 30 minutes. And I segue to a bar that's on the stage. And I tell a funny story at the bar and all the lights go out. And on the screen, Frank Sinatra singing to me. It's quarter to three. There's no one in the place except you and me. I'm behind the bar. He's like singing to me, the bartender. And when he goes off screen, a spotlight hits me and the audience is in a bar with me. And now I've come home. And I tell him the first time I heard that voice, I was 10 years old, shining shoes in Harvey, Illinois, and he was on the jukebox. And then I take the audience from that little boy hearing Sinatra on the jukebox in Harvey, Illinois, to one day carrying his coffin out of a church in Beverly Hills, California, 
with a lot of funny stories, a lot of anecdotes about my journey. You know, my journey from Harvey, Illinois to Hollywood. It's, it's a lot of comedy and a lot of funny stories, but a lot of poignant stories. And a lot of poignant Yeah, I, I saw the show twice in Chicago. It's really, really good. I would highly recommend it. I'm going to post it on my uh, WGN uh, Karen Conti show page. It's Again, it's Uptown Social in Michigan City on September 15th. And it's going to be also in Lake Forest, John and Nancy Hughes Theater on September 17th. I highly recommend it. It's a family show. It's it's uh, easy to watch and uh, it's easy to love. Tommy Dreesen, thank you so much. And um, your health is good and you're you're looking great. And uh, and thank you for joining me. Thank you, Karen. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you in Chicago. Okay. Yes, I'm looking forward to and maybe catch a Cubs game. All right. Here we go.